Welcome to ST Sports Talk, a sports podcast series by The Straits Times where we tackle major sports talking points every month. My name is Kimberly Quick, and on this episode, I have with me Siti Rosnani Azman, who is Singapore's first female footballer to go professional in Japan. She'll be chatting with us about signing for Japanese team Ainek Kobe, what her experience in Japan has been like so far, and her football ambition. Hi Rosnani, thanks so much for taking the time to join us today. Hi there, um, no, no worries, I'm all good. Um, yeah, hi, I'm Siti Rosnani and I'm um, from Japan. I'm playing for Ainek Kobe. So firstly, huge congrats on joining INET Kobe, right? Um, it's something that I guess has been in the works for quite a while, the move to INET Kobe. How do you feel about you know, being able to go pro in Japan and joining INET Kobe officially? Um, it's actually still, um, I'm still trying to process it, like to be honest, because um, it's really something new. And um, to be the second Singaporean to get a pro contract, it's really amazing. And um, yeah, and getting to join INEC, you know, playing alongside with um, the best players. Um, it's just, yeah, amazing and it's incredible. Yeah, and I'm still excited actually, like still am, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I think maybe the previous time we spoke, right, you talked about how playing in Japan was something that you thought about when you were mm. younger. And what was there any particular instance that sparked this dream of playing in Japan for you or what was it about Japan that it, appealed to you, yeah. Um, I think one of the reasons is when um when Japan um won the World Cup in um two thousand and um eleven, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, uh, where they drew against US and then they got into a penalty a shootout, and apparently um one of the player that I've been looking up to is um Fumari Sawa, she's the captain of Japan, and mm-hmm. yeah, and she played for this club before actually. Okay. Yeah, so it's um it's actually amazing, and um they got a couple of um other famous players that playing in England right now, like Iwabuchi, mm-hmm. and um I think there's other two. Yeah, it's just yeah amazing. And apart from that, the second reason was um when I was um in Republic Poly, so we went to a um training tour in Japan together with my teammates. Yeah, to prepare for Colite competition, and yeah, so we went to Tokyo and trained for about a week with the schools there and yeah it's just the football standard is very good um, because Japan is the powerhouse of Asia and yeah it's everything is just um, incredible here like the standard it's it's amazing like I've never seen a standard before like you know see with my own eyes Mm -hmm. I try to witness getting to witness everything yeah it's just um, the atmosphere the vibe it's just so good like it's just amazing yeah I couldn't even describe it (laughs) You, you were talking about the vibe and the atmosphere and just, mm. you know, the, the general standard of football there also. Um, yeah. I know you haven't been there for that long yet. I, yeah. I'm like, only, I think, because um, I was in quarantine for two weeks in Tokyo. Yeah. And then after that, when I came to Kobe, I think it was on the 31st of August, if I'm not wrong, which is like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's just, it's only been um, two weeks and our opening game was um, last week. And we won um five nil, and yeah, the atmosphere like this stadium, like our home stadium, we were playing home, and it was just yeah spectacular, and like the spectators are amazing, and yeah, it's just seeing everything real because I've been watching them um playing live, like you know, like uh, on a laptop is different, but when mm-hmm. you're there, watching them like with your own eyes and everything, like it's just it's just different, yeah, it's um it's really amazing. <laughs> 
So you've had you've been able to train, go for some training sessions so um, far. I did, but I have yet to like join them full training. Okay. Yeah, because I just came in and then the quarantine and then back then in Australia we were in lockdown, so mm-hmm. like I wasn't even training at all. Yeah, and then like they're trying to like keep me up with the standard here, like fitness wise and everything. So I just got to step um start slowly, and then they just move up because they have been in preparation for so long already before the preseason. Yeah, so I've been like left behind because um, uh, apparently the um Japan immigration they only allow the um foreigners to come in between fifteen to eighteen August. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so everyone sort of like missed the preseason with the team. Okay. Yeah, so it's just yeah trying to catch up with everything, but yeah, it's just slowly trying to get there. Yeah, been like um I've been doing warm up and like passing drills with them. Yeah, and afterwards I have to do my runs and all those techniques and stuff like that. Yeah, and maybe I I know you haven't joined them for full team training mm, yet, no, but yet. in in what you've experienced so far with them, like in in the training that you've managed to do, mm. um, yeah, what what has that experience been like to yeah train alongside your Inekobe teammates? <laughs> oh, it was really good. Like um. It, they were like very fast and very precise and um they are very um, approachable too like you know when there are times when because um um usually i'll have a um, a little bit of problem with the language yeah so some of them really tried to like learn english to be able to communicate with me and okay. yeah it was like it's very nice of them like um even before training or after training they will talk about um some english words and then I'm, i'll be trying to learn some Japanese word, like all the soccer terms and stuff like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. so at least it's easier for us to communicate because to be honest, the language here is actually um, a barrier. Yeah, so like both sides are trying to overcome it together. Yeah, like at times my coach, because my coach can speak English. So before training, he will like take me one side and explain to me what the session is going to be about. Yeah, before he conducting Japanese. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they've been like trying to like tell me what's going on, you know, like trying to explain. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, that must be nice for you you, because you're in a foreign country now Mm. and like you don't speak the language. So it's Mm. nice that your teammates are welcoming in that sense. Yeah. They are are very nice, very approachable. So, yeah, I mean, both sides are just trying to learn as much as we can. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that we can converse even more. How about for like the football, like looking at football itself, uh, you know, I know you came, you just came from Australia, right? Where you were playing mm-hmm. semi-pro at a semi-pro level. Um, how does the standard, I guess, compare to what you experienced in Australia? It's different. Like it's a, it's a huge gap, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I'm still trying to process it uh, because um, when I was playing back in Australia, it's, uh, it's not really, um, how do I say this? Um, because they, they work, to play like you know like they they're just like full-time soccer player mm-hmm. so definitely the standard is there's a difference and um yeah um just looking at them training and stuff like that it's just amazing actually like they are all very precise very fit and yeah it's like you know looking at a professional player playing football yeah it's just different like it's really really different and um i'm still still trying to like absorb to everything right now like it's just it's a little overwhelming when mm-hmm. I first saw it, but yeah, like as time um, passed by, like I'm just slowly trying to uh, get used to it. 
Yeah, okay. trying to adapt to the um, different atmosphere and environment. Yeah, but really, they are just, they are all very good. Yeah. And it's yeah, not much time just, for you yeah. to do a and lot. And the of- season has started and, you know, like I'm just uh, trying to go um, as fast as I can. But mm-hmm. also at the same time, I'm trying to pace myself. Like I wouldn't mm-hmm. want to rush to everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And get injured or whatnot. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, usually I'll join them for warm up. Mm-hmm. And then after that, if they like doing some passing drills, and I will just join them a bit. And then once they start to play against each other and stuff like that, yeah. And then I will, uh, they will bring me to one side uh, to train with one of the uh, sports trainer in terms mm-hmm. of like running, um, agility, everything like you know ball work. Um, yeah, it's just running, agility, ball work, and long balls passing. And then at the end, usually we'll do running interval, mm-hmm. like all around. Um, with um i think with uh limited time or we will do some sprints at the end stuff like that so basically when they finish training i'll be finished like we will finish uh training at the same time okay and how about like you know i was also curious just about the 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 culture and how how maybe japanese clubs are run also because maybe when you talk about japanese teams one thing Mm. that comes up is like professionalism and also maybe discipline and things Mm, like that so is that something yeah yeah, it's actually something new to me because um, in Singapore and also in Australia, we treat everyone equally. Okay. You know, like, um, but here, like, they really emphasize on the seniority. Mm-hmm. Like, um, there's a different level when, um, when someone who's younger than you, you have to use all the polite words and stuff like to communicate with them. Mm-hmm. And those who are younger than you, then you can just like be friends, like sort of like just comfortable conversation and stuff. Yeah, it's like the respect here. Like uh, they really emphasize on the respect and also in terms of what else? Um, yeah, it's just the respect. Yeah, yeah. I think one of the most um, challenging part is the um, the seniority wise because um I've never like been into a club whereby you know everything is different. Like mm-hmm. you're just trying to like adapt slowly to all this the culture wise and yeah, because in um in Australia also like it's they just they treat everyone equally. Yeah, so in terms of, um, yeah, and apart from this also, they are disciplined. Like, they are all very disciplined, all very punctual and stuff like that. Like, it's, um, if they ask you to report at about nine, um, like for training, for example, training starts at nine, um, people will come at about, I reckon, 7.30 to do their own, um, yeah, stretching, um, foam rolling and stuff like that. Like, do your own, yeah, like um, probably about 45 minutes and stuff. And then after that, we have to prepare the equipment and stuff like that. Yeah, so we will report very early, even before training starts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like for example, 9, 7.30. If um, 10 o'clock, probably about 8.30. Yeah. So it's always uh, an hour and a half earlier. Like to sort of like loosen up your muscles, your tightness and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because actually it's not only training itself. It's more of a um, your stretching wise also involved. It's part of training actually. Yeah, okay. and also after when training ends, you're cooling down and stuff like that. Yeah, and yeah, the discipline is very good. Mm-hmm. But I think a couple of them can speak English now, actually, which is very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some of them like just want to uh, learn English so that they are able to talk to me, mm-hmm. which is very nice and thoughtful of them. Like, yeah. I was just so, yeah, I just feel so blessed. And in return, like, I would really want to learn Japanese. I'm still mm-hmm. trying. Yeah, so that I can communicate with them in Japanese. Yeah, so it goes both ways. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's yeah something new. 
Now, if you like what you're hearing so far, subscribe to ST Sports Talk on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. Like us and give us a rating. Now, back to our conversation with Siti Rosnani. And how about, like, you know, I think we've talked a bit about, like, you learning a new language and also, like, adapting to the club and being uh, in Japan as well. How, how are you adapting, like, off the pitch? You know, how has oh, that um, been, how you've been settling in? Yeah. It, it was a little difficult the first week mm-hmm. uh, when everyone just speak in, uh, in Japanese. Like, my, I think, like, um, I think I'm just trying to function like slowly mm-hmm. because um, when it's just, you know, when you are just there in a foreign country and everyone is speaking in a different language, you sort of like just, you, I mean, you would really want to know what's going on, but at the same time, you, you just can't like, and then like, yeah, I was a little bit, um, uh, how do I say this? A little bit drained, like from okay. the language. Yeah. With, um, but I'm just like, yeah, slowly trying to keep up with it. Mm-hmm. And also, um, apart from that, I reckon um, the food, there's no problem with the food. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I really love the food so much, like sushi, all this miso soup, um, yeah, the curry. Like, it's just very nice. Yeah, it's just trying to, um, it's just the language. Mm-hmm. Like, to be honest, yeah, being in a foreign country is just the language that, that you're just trying to get used to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's just, yeah, slowly. But I'm still trying to get used to it, actually, because it's only yeah. been a few weeks. Mm. How about, like, um, yeah, so what, what do you hope to achieve in this season with INEC? Kobe, personally, have you set yourself any goals so far? Um, for now, like, just for now, um, I would really want to make it into the squad list, mm-hmm. like, for match, because they can only select 18 players to play for a game. And we got about, like, 26 players. Okay. Yeah, so it's... um quite tight actually and mm-hmm. I've been like I mean I've not been with them I'm just here for like two weeks three weeks so I think it's going to be a long yeah it's going to be a long time but um, yeah I'll just do whatever I can I'll just do my best as usual and uh, yeah just see how it goes from there okay yeah did what you experienced in the opening game of the season sort of like was that a uh, did that motivate you yeah, oh, to no, definitely to yes, yeah. yes definitely it pushed me to like mm-hmm. do well because when you look at them playing like you would want to be one of them playing mm-hmm. out there yeah and the atmosphere the vibe it's like it's like the um, national stadium in Singapore mm-hmm. yeah um, yeah and um, to be able to play in that kind of atmosphere is just amazing you know like um, yeah it's just the vibe that you that you'll be getting because while I was uh, sitting on a stand Watching them play, it's really like it really got me so badly. Like I just want like, like no, like just want to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I know I have a lot of work to do here. Yeah, yeah, to keep up with everything. Yeah, um, it's not gonna be easy, but yeah, I'm just gonna try, like just do my best no matter what. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean being here, it's already like a blessing to be honest with the system. Like because um, because in Singapore or even in Australia, it's not a professional setup. Yeah, so it's just different. Yeah, um. It's quite new for me and I'm um, trying to adapt to everything here. It's just, um, yeah, it's just um, amazing. But yeah, I hope like slowly I can like adapt to it because now it's still, I'm trying, trying and trying and trying. Yeah. It's yeah. just a good um, experience to be honest, the past two weeks. Yeah. And, and still got about like um, 10 months to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure like that something good will come up from this. 
Yeah. And that's the main thing that you're working on now. Just yeah, to, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And you know, throughout your career so far, I think, I mean, you've put yourself in like unfamiliar environments or maybe you've pushed yourself out of your comfort zone, right? First with Australia and then mm-hmm. now with Japan. Okay. Um, yeah, what I, I was just curious to find out, you know, what, what makes all these like sacrifices and, and hard work worth it for you? Um, of course, I think will be my parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've been a huge uh, supporter, and um, they've been supporting me since young. And um, also because um, my real passion when I was young is just to play soccer. Mm-hmm. And also, I'm really, really trying my best to make a career of it. Yeah, and I know in Singapore, it's um, not to say that it's inevitable. Uh, the system is improving, mm-hmm. but probably when it comes, it's not gonna be my time anymore. Like, yeah, like, um, yeah, like everyone is growing and yeah, and that's the reason why I sort of like hop to another country and trying to get the different experience, like different culture uh, and playing in Australia, it sort of like prepare me like a lot in terms of the yeah, physicality and I know to be able to just play soccer is not easy because um, I did uh, mention to you about me doing farm work, cattle farm and yeah, it's actually, it takes a lot. Then I realized that I do really want to play soccer. Like mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's just trying to get to do what I want to do. So um, yeah, you just gotta like put yourself out there and just keep going no matter what. And I know even after this um, professional um, club here with Inec, um, it's not gonna be my last. Like I'm really gonna push myself and um, just keep learning. And yeah, apart from that, um, there's this one of my coach, um, Coach Scott. He's been like with me. Uh, he's been, um, yeah, we've been training at times uh, via Zoom sessions and I've been talking to him about my experience here, you know, and if I need a little bit of motivation, I will just go to him and then he will sort of like tell me like what to expect and stuff like that, even mm-hmm. though I know he's not here with me. Like I, um, yeah, but um, thank God, like all my friends are very supportive at times when I want to talk to them about everything or like, just need a little bit of push because um it's not easy it's definitely mm-hmm. not easy but um yeah um like everyone said that um people back in singapore would want this kind of opportunity to be able to go pro and i got it so um i just want to make the best out of it and at the end of the day is to inspire the young ones uh, back at home because um yeah like being the second um singaporean to get a um professional contract for the ladies it's actually uh, a milestone achieved to be honest yeah mm-hmm. and um you can just keep going from here and also yeah like i just hope that one day we'll just uh, i will inspire all the young ones to like just setting an example that it is possible as long as but um you just need to get out from your comfort zone yeah you just need to keep fighting i mean it's not easy it's never an easy journey mm-hmm. like there are times where i feel like i want to give up it happens like um yeah it's just for a while and then you sort of like recharge and bounce again because you need to like know the main reason and like the main purpose of you doing all this at the start like it's okay to get sway for a little while but you just need to know like why you're doing this i mean that's like yeah that's the one thing that keep pushing me no matter what mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. even in like i mean that's what has helped you in adapting as well do you think yeah, in the last like, two um, weeks also right 
thanks so much Nani for your time I think that's a wrap on our chat uh, thank you so much you know for taking the time to speak yeah. to me about your journey so far and yeah, yeah. Oh, thank hope you to so see much, you yeah. thank you so yeah. much for taking out your time to like talk to me yeah, yeah I'll be glad to like share my um, soccer journey with you <laughs> thank you yeah, thank you no yeah. worries and that's a wrap for our chat you can search for our show ST Sports Talk on your favourite audio apps Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Like us and rate us. That was an SBH podcast by The Straits Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple, or Google Podcasts, or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sbh.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times, The Business Times, and Money FM 89.3.